Hello and welcome. Thank you for joining us today for another episode, a reboot, so to speak, of our Blogging 411 podcast. Today, in this 30-minute episode, we're going to be discussing repurposing your blog content. Our special guest for this episode is Jason T. Weiser from On Track Tips, OnTrackTips.com. And we're going to be talking a little bit about how to repurpose your old content on your website or blog. Should you edit it? Should you republish it? Should you change the date? Should you change the titles? We're going to talk about that, the do's and the don'ts. And we're going to talk a little bit about the implications for SEO, search engine optimization. How can you use old content through your social media channels? Should you? And what should you not use again? What about outstanding links that might point to old content? Are those going to be affected in some way, shape, or form? We're going to talk about all this and so much more in the next 30 minutes of this Blogging 411 show, repurposing your old content. Stay tuned. It's up next. Hello, Internet. It's Blogging 411. Today we are talking about repurposing old content. You have a lot of old content on your blog and your website. How to use it? Don't just let it sit there not working for you. So uh, my name is Allison Carter. I'm with the North Carolina Blogger Network. We bring you Blogging 411 every week or every other week as best as we can do. And I'd like to introduce my co-host, Tiffany. Tiffany? Hi, I'm Tiffany from TheMrsT.com. I'm also a regional ambassador for NC Blogger Network, and I come here with Allison every week to give you the 411 on blogging. We're super excited to have our alum back. Nicole, why don't you tell people a little bit about who you are? Hi, my name is Nicole Murphy. I am co-founder of the NC Blogger Network, and now I am the special projects manager. So as you can see, that Jason T. Weiser is definitely a special project that needed my assistance. <laughs> I blog over at momcomplicated.com, and we also have another website called freehomeschoolprintable.com, where there are free printable uh, resources for the homeschool family. So it is definitely a party today on Blogging 411, which we're excited about. And our guest today is awesome, smart, talented. We booked him a while ago because we are so excited to have his knowledge. And I know you all are going to learn a lot in the next 30 minutes. Jason, why don't you tell people a little bit about who you are and what you do? Hey, thanks a lot for having me. And, you know, I uh, just absolutely love you girls. I've been following you for a long time. I think you're doing great work. I remember way back when you guys started. I don't even know what episode this is, but uh, kudos uh, to you for really sticking it out, and I'm producing all this wonderful content. Uh, Jason Weiser here from On Track Tips, OnTrackTips.com. It's the home of the big red button. Head on over to OnTrackTips.com and push it and see what happens. Uh, that's kind of the, been our little <laughs> that's been our little pitch thing. So everybody likes to push a big red button, right? Absolutely. Um, and uh, so on track tips, uh, what, what we do is we help uh, bloggers and uh, content creators, business owners, uh, to understand some of the tips, tricks, tactics, uh, some simple things that you can do uh, to help um, help your business online. And then the other business that we uh, that I'm the owner of is Wiser Sites, and that kind of takes it uh, is the next step in this evolution, uh, and and that is uh, Wiser Sites helping you build your home online. 
where we look at things like you know uh, branding and development and maintenance optimization marketing and we package it all together and we are kind of your online general contractor so you come to us and we help find put your vendors together your package together so you just sit back relax you run your business and let us manage your digital properties for you which sounds perfect to me. And wiser is wiser, by the way, everybody. So I would like to jump right into our content, which is about content. And I know that for myself, on my personal blog, I've been at it for, oh my goodness, almost three years now. And I have a lot of old stuff on there that really is just sitting there. And I can't even really remember that it's there sometimes. Like I have to go through my archives and kind of say, Oh, yeah, I did write that, or maybe that's good. So, Jason, I guess one of the things that would help to start this entire thing off is what is the goal for repurposing your content? What is the point of repurposing your content? And I know that's a big question, but when people are thinking, should I repurpose, when should I, what is the goal? Is it to get more eyeballs? Is it to, I mean, what's the goal? Well, see, I come from a little bit different perspective because I come from um, when I started repurposing, it was because I was coming from a business perspective, and as uh, I had a business to run, I wasn't a blogger. That's not my trade. I'm not very good at it. I don't enjoy it particularly, uh, but I knew it needs to happen, right? We need to have content out there. We need to be blogging, SEO. I'm sure you guys have covered that in every single episode. So as a business owner, a small business owner, I had to decide, well, what can I do to create content when it's not my strength? So that's where I started doing the Hangout on Air series, interviewing people for 30 minutes, repurposing that content, snipping it, tucking it, slicing it, dicing it, shuffling it, and throwing it against the wall to come up with all kinds of little micro pieces that could then be shared out through, you know, transcriptions and podcasts and SoundClouds and and uh, tweets, uh, um, Instagram, whatever. I mean, and just find different ways that you can use this one. 30-minute chunk, and more importantly than that, for me as a business owner, was figuring out a system so that I didn't have to do it, but that I could hand it off to my team, and it still had a consistent voice with the brand messaging, a consistent voice with what the objectives were for our company. So on track tips, again, we said, you know, tips and tricks and tactics and ideas. So we would interview people on, uh, you know, uh, Cynthia Sanchez on Pinterest or Peg Fitzpatrick about how to manage multiple social networks and Brian Carter about Facebook advertising. And I didn't have to be the expert. I don't have to tell my audience. The, all I have to do is ask the right questions, right, and then snip those up and then deliver them back to my audience in the blog post or in the newsletter. And then through that, I'm able to kind of really, uh, so, so the, 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 I think your question, um, Allison, was uh, what is kind of the goal, was it? What, what is the goal of, of repurposing? So th the best way for me, because, again, because I come from a business perspective, the, the question for me, I, I'm going to kind of take a whole different turn here because I got a story that I wanted to share. So just call me back to this question, but I think it's a, I think your audience is really going to enjoy this little story. I had a con customer contact me recently. She gets about thirty thousand uh, sessions a month. Okay, and as bloggers, we know that's a that's a decent number, right? I mean, that's who who wouldn't want thirty thousand a month? That's a good number. So what? Um, 
and, and we're talking, and she says, well, I think maybe I should monetize this. She didn't particularly want to, but her husband wanted her to. He's like, hey, you realize you've got a lot of traffic here. You should do something with it. She's like, I don't want to. I don't want to deal with that. And so as I'm talking with her at her husband's you know, request, uh, I'm, I'm like, okay, so what's your business model? She says, I don't, I don't have a business model. I'm like, well, why are you blogging? She says, because I love it. I'm like, well, this is really interesting because how many of us go into this thinking starting out with the how instead of the why? Like, how do I how do I get my content to go viral? How do I repurpose things? How do I get an audience? How do I use social media? How do I use Pinterest and Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn and how, how, how? But really the question is, is why? Why are you blogging, first of all? For her, in her case, she was blogging because she absolutely loved it. She didn't have a business model. And nobody ever taught her SEO. Nobody taught her keyword strategies or, or social media or sharing or content marketing and relationship. I mean, all of this, when I started saying this, her head practically exploded. And she's like, why don't you and my husband just manage this? And I'm just going to write, right? And I thought this is really interesting because and I think that's really one of the reasons why she's doing so good is, well, first of all, she's just a fantastic writer. Right, but, but but beyond that, she she is just so passionate and so laser focused on her industry and her niche that it's something that that it just really resonates with her community. Okay, so going back to this, what's the most important thing about repurposing? Because that is our topic. The most important thing to do, first of all, is to ask why. Why why is it that I'm writing this post? Why am I putting this out? Or why do I have to repurpose? Right. So in her case, um, why? Am I talking? What for? She could say, "Why am I talking to wiser sites?" Well, you're talking because you want to monetize all this traffic, right? So then we're going to start to look in some things that we can do to monetize this traffic. Instead of looking at, she didn't contact me to say, "How can I get more followers on Facebook? How can I get more, you know, tweets, retweets at the right time?" Which these are important things. I, I understand, it, right? But start at the start at the okay. So once you've determined that, and I'm sure many of you in your blogging, you've determined that. Why am I doing this? In your business, right? In your what is your business model, right? So, so um, Nicole, you said you you've got um, um, a mom complicated, right? And and I, and I know you're doing pretty good over there. Uh, and then I'm really interested, by the way, in this new one, uh, free homeschooling. Yeah. Right, so, so what what what's the what's the business model of free homeschooling, real quickly? So free homeschool printable. The business model is um, obviously ads. And there's a lot of affiliate marketing within there. Um, so those are the two uh, arms that we're using for that. Okay. So if your if your business model is affiliate marketing or ads, then what you need obviously is is sessions. You need people to land on your pages, right? So you've defined your kind of your funnel, your goal, your intent is to get people on the pages where the ads uh, appear, right? Yes. So to, to, to do a repurp uh, repurposing strategy now, let's go back to like what I was doing with the Hangout on Air. What I would do then is I would make sure, and this is where people really mess up on their repurposing strategy, is they will say something like, you know, um, okay, so I've got a Hangout on Air, right? The Hangout mm -hmm. on Air, first of all, appears in Google+, and then when I repurpose it, it goes back over to my blog, right? And then that blog might get shared out to social media, which will then drive people back to that blog page. But all the different snippets that we can do along the way, where are we, what are we doing with that? Are we just driving it to one specific location or page? Um, okay, 
affiliate marketing, right? So you're talking about sharing um, sharing free downloadables for homeschooling. So maybe you're going to write a specific article about a specific topic, and on that you're going to have a specific affiliate relationship, right? You're not going to just put some mm-hmm. generic affiliate thing that says homeschooling in your sidebar and hope that you're going to get it, you know? You hope that you're going to make some money on that. No, you're going to write a specific article, right? Right, talking about that particular affiliate link, right? Mm-hmm. So, in terms of repurposing, what I would do is I would do an HO. I would I would map all this out. I would say, okay, my affiliate that I want to target is whatever this, you know, free free downloadables, right? Mm-hmm. It's a fifty percent affiliate for this. Oh. So it looks like Jason is dropped out. So I'm going to go and talk about, I was fascinated with the concept of, oh, he's, I think he's coming back. Yay! One of the things I really love is how this is more, this is more, it cracks the nut a little bit more open for us as bloggers to think more creatively. And where Jason is taking this is that don't just think about taking an old blog post and republishing and thinking that that's all you've got when it comes to repurposing. Like, think bigger, think broader, think wider. Think about taking snippets, taking nuggets, taking good parts and really using them intentionally. If you have something that's already working well and people know, and you know that people are driving to that and they're interested in that, think about ways to break that open and use the content in different ways. So a lot of times we think about going into WordPress and seriously just changing the date so that it goes up. <laughs> the top of our RSS feed and that's fine like I think that that's that's good to do I think that as your blog grows over the years you get new people and new followers and new readers who might not have seen your old stuff so it's not bad to do that but what Jason's bringing to the table and explaining to everybody here is think bigger think 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 broader and think more intentionally yeah yeah because there's a lot of other ways that you can take the same like the old post and take it and bring it out to new eyes because I know um a couple of times if I wrote a more recent post and somehow I could refer to a post I had done before, I would even take a quote from an old post, put it within the new one, and then link it and then the old post got traffic, the new post got traffic, and then when I scheduled new shares, both of them got traffic. So there are a lot of creative ways you can do it, and I love how Jason was saying um, to take snippets and repurpose them on different social media networks, because I know as a blogger, my vlogs go straight to YouTube, but I often take apps and I take snippets of whatever that blog is, and I'll post it to Instagram, and then the Instagram will lead over to my YouTube, and then I'll take snippets and post it within a post if I'm talking about something I've blogged about, and so then that brings traffic to the blog, and then, of course, you post it to Facebook and to Google, so you can cover a broad range of social media with one piece of content, and I think that's like a really great way, and Jason really honed in on that really well. Yeah, there's and, one and thing that I wanted to talk about as well. Sorry, Jason, I'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll get back to you in just a second. <laughs> I, and I've been known to pick very complicated ways to do things, but this idea is really intriguing me, and it is, as a blogger, people might not want to get on video, but you can use audio, and you can take your blog post, especially if it's a passionate one that you really, really want to get a certain tone across, and you can go to SoundCloud 
and voice record yourself reading the blog post and then go ahead and put that in there and you can also just share that and then you're almost creating podcast a podcast in a way but let me tell you what I would love to be able to hit play on on blogs so I can continue doing what I want to do and catch up with all the blogs that I want to follow Jason, let's get back to what you were um, talking to about having a really specific funneling strategy because I think you were going somewhere that was going to blow a lot of people's minds. About <laughs> don't just throw your content out there, right? Like know where you're trying to direct people and, again, backing into what's your business model for your blog, if you have one, which hopefully you do, but what's your business model, what's your goal, what's your target, and then kind of walk us through how we should repurpose the content to reach those goals. Yeah, so uh, you, you had said goals, purpose, and intentionality. And I love this word, intentionality, because that's really what we need to do, right? Um, so what are, I mean, when we think about a business model on a blog, online, like why are we blogging? We're trying to get eyeballs on our pages. Why are we trying to get eyeballs on our pages? Because we're trying to monetize something some way in most cases, unless we're just, you know, it's something we love to do and we just want to write. But in most cases, like, like Nicole was saying, affiliates, advertising, you've got a product or a service, or you're doing lead capture. I mean, maybe there's a couple others, but that's really kind of what you're trying to do. So in every one of these, um, I like to start at the end game. I like to say, okay, uh, I need to create more leads. All right. So what can I do? What uh, you know? How can or I want to sell a product or I want to you know the affiliate. So I start with there and I say, okay, what kind of an article could I write about that? And then maybe I then I could say, okay, so let me go and record that on a Hangout on Air, for example, right? And it can be a three minute to a thirty minute. It can have a guest or not have a guest. And the beauty is, is now you've hit the Google Plus environment, right? Well, in there in the description, now you can add the link to this page to this landing page that you have right because that's mm -hmm. start at the end and think about your funnel right and then work your way out to the content so and, and then that then that hangout is going to be put onto YouTube make sure you head on over to YouTube and fix that description so that the link is included in the description that drives traffic mm -hmm. to this page not to your home page too many people send traffic just generically to their home page or they rely they allow they 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 Trust that when people see their content in social or, or uh, online, that they're going to take the extra click to click the About button to find out where the person uh, homepage is, right? Mm -hmm. So don't, don't, don't make them look for it. Don't let them find your homepage. Make them find your landing page. You got that? Don't let them try to bump around and look for your homepage because now you're broken. Your, you've broken your funnel on this goal, on this, on this, you know, purpose of this repurposed content. I'm gonna have my HOA. It's gonna go to YouTube. I'm gonna snip it up into Instagram, and all along that funnel, uh, you're gonna find ways to drive traffic to a very specific landing page to reach a very specific objective. I, you know, as bloggers, we hear a lot about, you know, how to, you know, keep a calendar and ever, or keep a, keep a page open on your Evernote, right? And whenever you get great ideas you want to blog about, jot those titles and those ideas down so you can have this kind of something to go back to when you need to write a, write a post about something, right? Well, the, uh, the, 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 the thing that I see that's, I don't want to say it's wrong with this, but, but I just want to, I want to propose a, a different way of looking at this. Instead of, um, I mean, instead of starting out with an idea that I need to write a post and I need to get one post a week out so that I could, I, I would rather see a business owner start with a business objective and say, what kind of content can I create that's going to support that business objective? Now, if, in fact, it is just ads or affiliate, then that's just traffic, then fine, 
write whatever you want, throw as much stuff out there, write a post a day. I mean, Randy used to be with you guys. You know about his strategy. Yep. That's how he built his blog early on. He just wrote a blog a day, and, and you know, he didn't uh, – his goal was ads. His goal was massive volume, right? That's one thing. But if I just want to I just want to interject really quickly to remind people who are listening and watching that you are a business. Like if you are a blogger, you are a business. I think a lot of times and and go back to Jason's story that he told earlier about the woman who was saying, "I just like to write." And that's fine. Love to write. Know your why, know your passion, but do understand that at some point you need to treat yourself as a business if you're really going to grow your blog. And the and I'm assuming if you're watching Blogging 411, you're interested in growing your blog and making it even bigger than you ever dreamed. So take Jason's advice and understand. Don't don't tune out because you're your business. Yeah, that that that's really huge. That that's really huge. That I think that we get so caught up in the the tips and the tactics and the the you know that we forget that at the end of all of this, we still got to save some time out of our social media allocated time to actually do the work, to produce the products, to, you know, uh, service our customers and our clients. And, of course, I'm speaking from a different perspective because my blog I use to, do, to bring people into my products and services, which are design and development, marketing and maintenance consulting, right? So I don't have time to sit on social media all day and just chitty chat. You know, I've got to be very strategic about how, how I use that time because I need to be – I wrote a blog recent – well, not recently, but a couple months back, and it said, uh, stop being social and start selling. And, uh, <laughs> boy, did that, did that really set up a stir. There was a lot of people, oh, no, you can't be like that. Well, why not? You know, I, I get uh, – and, and let's swing this back into – spin this back into repurposing, you know, that – this this notion that I need to create content because I just need to have a lot of content out there, I think, I don't think, I know, it's the wrong way of thinking about it. You you put content out there because, like Allison said, you're a business, you have an objective, and when you connect those two dots, you're going to be infinitely more successful than just blogging because that's what we have to do instead of doing social media because, well, you have to be on social, right? right. I, so I would say that, sorry, I would say that, um, you know, Bloggers, their services and are the way, you know, what what do I get out of going to a blog? I might go to Allison's blog and be inspired about parenting. Or I might, um, you know, go to somebody's blog because I need to be organized or I need an organization idea or, a, uh, you know, an idea for dinner. So those are the bloggers' services. The people are coming to us for a reason and we're providing a service to them. It's just packaged in a different way. And so I think when, so what I'm seeing is I, bloggers get stuck in a rut. So what's the next, you know, so like Memorial Day is coming up or Fourth of July or Mother's Day and Father's Day. So we go, oh, it's Mother's Day. What did I write last year and the year before? Can I use that? What can I repurpose? And I think instead of going about it that way, think about your client is your reader and what are they coming to get from you? What is the service you provide? Do you need to provide a feel-good moment? Do you need to provide five ways to do, you know, a Mother's Day project on a budget? Like, so I think that's what you need to be thinking about, thinking about your your reader and who they are and what they need from you. What are they getting from you when they come to your blog? 
And I'm just going to throw out the really quick sales pitch that we have a lot of blogging 411 episodes. And if you haven't watched, we have one about taking a blogger rehab to rediscover your purpose, about rebranding your blog, and about getting caught up in the wrong stats. So, you know, this all goes into the bigger picture of repurposing. Believe it or not, <laughs> we're still on this topic because you need to think about how you're going to use the content that's already existing that you already have on there to, like Nicole said, service your clients and provide them what they're used to getting from you or with the new stuff, the new direction you want to take your site if you're, you're rebranding. I think that, um, you know, I think that there's a lot that you can do a lot of times. And one of the things that I love seeing is when, especially DIY bloggers seem to be really good at this. For example, they'll DIY a party and they'll break that content into all sorts of different nuggets that you can digest in all sorts of different ways. And it's beautiful. And they get like two weeks out of one party that they've done of really useful, genuine, interesting content that I gobble up wherever I see it. So think about when you, and Nicole kind of alluded to this earlier, I think when you're thinking about repurposing content, and one of the things I love about what Jason does is that you're not just appealing to one type of person. Don't just write the biggest, longest blog post that you possibly can for the person who loves to sit down and read blogs for an hour a day. Think about little snippets for the, the people who are reading it while waiting for the bus to come and are skim reading. Think about people who listen while they're on the treadmill. Think about people who are on Instagram and that's where they consume, right? So start to think about ways to repurpose your content for the different types of learners and the different types of consumers out there as well. And I think that that'll help you find new ways to get into your content. Yeah, and really quick, I also wanted Jason to explain, for those of us that have VAs or can take this task to a virtual assistant or a staff member, um, Jason, what were you telling? You had alluded to that you had a formula and that you were looking to get X, Y, and Z out of your repurposed content. What was what were some of the things that you were looking at so that we can start a map? Because I think that is so valuable to have a you know a systematic approach to it. You know, this is how we determine if it's reusable. This is what we want to get out of it. These are the things that we're trying to do with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I can um, <clears throat> and just cut me off at, uh, if I get going rambling too much, but because uh, I'm really passionate about this, I, I, lo- I absolutely love the way that we've kind of created this system within our team. We've got about eight or I'd say about eight or so people that are working on our system, right? And it, it all the way from uh, scheduling the Hangout on Air all the way to publishing it to all the different networks, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so one of the things that I, I start, uh, first of all, is I find a guest, right? And then I, th- and then I research the guest and I say, okay, what, what's their topic of interest, right? Um, let's go with um, uh, Dennis Yu, uh, Facebook advertising, for example. So then I'm going to go and I'm going to find out all the information I can about him and what, what I want to interview. So in my mind, I've already written the blog post. I know what's going to land on the page, so I know what questions, you know, how, how many, you know, whatever. I, I think of a question that you would want to ask about Facebook advertising. What's the minimum amount of money you need to spend every month to get, you know, to make money on Facebook ads, to make it worth it, whatever. And, and write those questions down because you know those are the questions that people are going to want to answer, right? So then you just present those questions during this 30-minute hangout on air. And then the problem is that, that, that 
one of the hardest things to solve next was, again, I don't want to be the one to write the article. So I, I would outsource that to have somebody transcribe it. Well, of course, a transcribed HOA is just, eh, it's really not that fun or that interesting, right? So we had to find a, an actual writer that would take it and not just transcribe it, but take the information from it, grab the nuggets, get rid of all the fluff, and, and make a really nice article. Because we ended up with articles. I, I interviewed Mark Traphagen about SEO. And uh, what you need to know about SEO, of course, and uh, it, uh, the article turned out to be, I don't know, 2,500 words. I mean, that's, a, that's an article, right? <laughs> and uh, it got a lot of shares. It did really, really well within certain groups. Right. But it took a long, long time to start getting traction. But it had, it's a high-level blog that people had to sit down and read, and it was a lot of information there. Now, other blogs... Um, I, I, I'm trying to think of one that was maybe a little bit shorter. Uh, I can't think of one, but, but anyway, one that was maybe about 700 words. Uh, people, I was noticing in my analytics, people were actually reading all the way to the bottom. They were sharing. They were commenting. You know, so that told me my audience, right? If I transcribe 30 minutes, I'm going to end up with 2,000, 2,500 words. So I need right. to find a system, a way to not just transcribe, but write it so it's readable. But and and then uh, uh, and then make it short enough so that it's a, a a piece of content that still has high value and we get as much information as we can. Well, then then the problem came where I can't do it. I cannot get all of this amazing information into 750 words, right? Yeah. And so this is where we say, okay, well let's write a part one, a part two, or a part three. And so now we're going back to like what what uh, Allison was saying, you know. The beauty of like your friend who did this DIY or a person that would do a DIY on how to host a party, right? They can write your general overview. You know, here's 10 things you need to think about to write a party with, you know, one or two sentences on each of those. There's article one. And then breaking each one of those articles down or each of the one of those sections down into another article. And before you know it, you now you have this series. Now you've got all these internal links, which has just phenomenal SEO value. All of these videos, maybe little micro videos that you could, you know, quickly record just yourself into the camera, throw that up on YouTube, and so now you've got all these little mini. And next thing you know, you've got a product. So here I've got enough content. I started out with a 10-point bullet point on how to do this that was supposed to just be a simple blog. So now we've taken repurposing, and and that's what we were doing with our Hangout on Air series. Is we would hit some topics that were just so much information. We had to break them up into smaller pieces and, and you know, um, yeah, okay, so. Right, and uh, I would also say that, that was excellent. And mm -hmm. so for somebody that's looking at it and saying, all I have is a blog, all I have is written content, um, Rachel Martin from Finding Joy does a, FindingJoy.net does an amazing job with this. Um, she goes into the comments, and if you don't have comments on your blog, look and see what people are saying on your social media um, for, from your posts there you can write another blog post based on those comments. You know, if you need to answer a comment or somebody's going to say, oh, I thought about this. And those are different ways to repurpose the same article on, you know, if you're just, if you're just writing and that's all you want to do. And I think that that is such a good idea. I remember her saying that in the blogging concentrated workshop that we hosted for the yeah. network, and she, it was an amazing point. We're coming up really close on the time, but Jason, one of the things I would really love to hit on before we end is how does repurposing your content affect your SEO? And I ask, and that's search engine optimization, I ask because so many times we're drilled like, 
original content, original content, original content. You know, don't use the same things. Google's going to be mad if you're talking about the same things, using the same content. And that even goes into, like, syndication, right? If you want to use your old content as a guest post on another website, which I think is another good way to use old content, people are now talking about, well, you have to change some of the words so that Google doesn't punish you. How does this all fit together with your SEO, and what are your words on SEO and repurposing old content? Yeah, well, you know, first of all, I'm, I'm by no means an SEO guy. I definitely have people that I go to for that. But um, I, I think that it's pretty safe to say, uh, like I was suggesting a minute ago, if you write an article with 10 items and you have links going back and forth, then what you're, what you're doing ultimately is you're creating this user experience where the person will read something and go, wow, this is great, I want to read more. And then they click to the next article. And they read that article and they go, wow, that, I want to read more here. Google sees that. Google says, hey, you, you didn't just write one piece of information, you wrote a series of information that kept your person on your page longer, more engagement, deeper engagement. And so, you know what? This, this must be something relevant here, that if it was relevant to this reader, maybe it's going to be relevant to more readers. So in that sense, you know, it's, it's by, um, in, the, in that notion of repurposing, and I love what you say about going into the comments, because what are the comments? The comments are telling you what your readers are wanting to hear. Right? Those are your readers. That's who you should be writing for. You can come up, come up with your own idea about something, but if you just answer, continue to answer questions, and instead of just in the comment section, but as a blog post. So now this conversation is going from one link to the next link to the next link, goes deeper and deeper, lowers your bounce rate, um, which I'm sure you guys have covered and talked about that, increases your time on site, and those kinds of indicators that, that Google wants to see. Um, so I think that it's, it's valuable, and that form of repurposing. The, the, the side of repurposing that I generally tend to focus on for small business owners who I say are not bloggers, but are small business owners who need to create content, um, these are the, the repurposing here is how do I take literally one 30-minute HOA and take that one piece of information and cut this paragraph out and that paragraph out and create a... What I'm doing is by putting it out there into the different areas, now I'm creating new links which I'm not necessarily talking about backlinks, but what I'm talking about is, again, a, an experience. More traffic is going to be coming into the site. More people are going to come in from different locations, and it's going to increase visibility, and that increased visibility, of course, is going to have an impact on your SEO. Um, I, I'm not going to speak to you know, the value of, say, you know, putting a link on YouTube, and is that a backlink, and what page rank. And I, I, don't, I don't think you should even bother with that, because that's really not what it's about. It really is... Am I, am I putting the content in the places where people might find it so that they are going to get back to my site and then stay there for a while? Yeah, I love it. I think this has been such a wonderful episode, and I think that there's been so much information that we've all learned. Um, I want to let you all know that the next Blogging 411, we are planning on talking about DIY blogging, actually. And that's what I love about Blogging 411. We are over 30 episodes and we talk about everything. So if you ever have a topic that you want to hear us talk about, shoot us a note and see Blogger Network. Um, and we would love to hear from you and love to know what you want to hear us talk about. Thank you so much to Jason. Thank you to Nicole. Thank you to Tiffany. And we will see you next time, everybody. Bye. Bye. 
Well, that's a wrap for that episode of a Belogging 411. If you loved it, let us know. If you hated it, let us know that too. If you have some suggestions for upcoming topics, we'd love to hear them. Call in and let us know what your thoughts were on this episode of Blogging 411, repurposing your content. Looking forward to hearing your comments and your thoughts and looking forward to talking to you again soon. Would you like to promote your business and sponsor our podcast? We would love to work with you and we'd love to collaborate. If you're interested, drop a comment, call in, or visit us on our website at ncbloggernetwork.com. Surf on over to the collaborate tab, click on it and let us know. We'd love to work with you and we'd love to help you market and promote your business through this podcast on Anchor.